John 2, 1-12 On the third day there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what do you... What does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water, and now become wine, and did not know where it came from, though the servant who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and when the people have drunk freely, then the poor wine, but you have kept the good wine until now. This The first of his signs Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. After this, he went down to Capernaum with his mother and his brothers and his disciples, and they stayed there for a few days. All right, so we see here uh, Jesus now starting to interact with those beyond that first sphere and doing his first real sign. And it starts at the beginning here in verse 1, uh, on the third day. So we talked about yesterday how these things are just happening. Bam, bam, bam. Just every other day, uh, something was going on. And now we jump. So on the third day, Jesus was at this wedding with his mom. And while they're there, the wine runs out. And so the party wants to continue. These weddings would have been a multi-day affair, and so they were looking to continue having a feast with lots of wine that they would be drinking at this feast. And Jesus' mother says, hey, I know that Jesus can solve this, and so turns to him and says, they've run out of wine. And Jesus says, woman, which is a way of politely distancing himself a little bit. He doesn't call her mommy or mom or uh, mother, but he distanced himself a little bit from her by saying, woman, what do you want me to do? My hour has not yet come. It's not time for him to reveal his full glory and everything about who he actually is to everyone here at this wedding in Galilee. But this is just... um, the start of it. So it's not my time to be showing this. But she presses a little and says to the servants, do whatever he tells you to do. And so Jesus, not in secret, but not in a showy way where he is broadcasting what he's about to do, tells the servants to fill these six stone jars that each can hold 20 to 30 gallons. So these are really big jars that are filled to the brim. And then he says, all right, scoop some of that liquid out, that water that you just put in, and go give it to the master of the feast. So the one who's responsible for running everything. 
and they scoop some out and bring it to him and lo and behold it is no longer water but it is wine and not just any wine it's amazing wine so the master of the feast is so surprised how good it is calls over the bridegroom the groom and says why have you saved such great wine for the end normally people would have the best stuff at the beginning before people had been drinking and eating so that they would be able to taste the best wine first and then as the night and the days progressed they would get less and less good uh, wine and probably good food as they are eating up and drinking up the really good stuff at the beginning so you could have less of the good and then more of the not quite so good now here we are going towards the end of the the feast and it is amazing wine and so we see the size and the scope and the amazingness of this miracle just in the number of jars and how big these jars were and that this was the best wine and this is why um, when it moves into verse 11 uh, John when he wrote this said this the first of his sign Jesus did at Cana in Galilee and manifested his glory and the disciples believed in him and so this is showing his glory and especially to the disciples and to those servants who saw what was happening they're able to see Jesus do this miraculous changing water into amazing wine not some trick like Pharaoh's servants were when they were able to keep pace with Moses and Aaron you know, with the ten plagues turning water into blood and producing gnats and frogs uh, this is not a trick but this is actually Jesus turning that water into this amazing wine and so to those disciples and to those ones who were watching this uh, it was a manifestation of his glory uh, and they believed and we'll see that this theme continues so John draws here that this was the first of his signs and he'll cover seven of these really big signs throughout the beginning of John. Um, we'll see him turn this water into wine. He'll heal people. He'll feed 5,000 people. He'll walk on water. And the last of those seven signs is raising Lazarus from the dead. And so we see kind of this progression of them being more and more and bigger signs and then some of them being very showy not that Jesus is showing off but the feeding of 5,000 people he is displaying his glory and his majesty for that whole crowd it is not just for the small little group uh, and so this is such an amazing thing that Jesus is doing here and it's uh, an amazing thing that we get to read about that Jesus did this miracle here in this sign and we get to see the full picture that he did more from there and then we know the end that he died died a death on the cross that he did not deserve to die but that he didn't stay dead that he rose again three days later and in that amazing sign and in that amazing miracle it is through that that we can have eternal life uh, that we can 
repent of our sins, turn to Jesus, uh, acknowledge that he is our savior and our redeemer, and uh, repent and turn, bow our knees to him, and um, it is through him that we can be saved. So it's just an amazing thing to see the start of the ministry, and then we'll see the end here at the end of the book as we cover all of his life and all of his work. And so it's a good reminder for us to remember his other signs, who Jesus actually is, that he is both God and man, that he is the one through whom we can receive that forgiveness, that redemption, and that reconciliation with God. So repent of your sins, turn to God, turn to Jesus, and uh, lean on him as your only Savior.